Hello and welcome to the Road Trip Sports Podcast. My name is Harrison Cook and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Oliver Gilmore. Ollie, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing pretty well, mate. We're back for episode 64. We're heading up north to the NT of Darwin. So we're going to talk about Darwin today, which will be really interesting. It is the NT indeed. Uh, We will see you there. Uh, but it's going to be a great episode. We've got uh, our normal chat about our cities. We're going to uh, present the icon of Darwin, along with uh, a creator team where we've both come up with um, team concepts about sending a new AFL team to Darwin after the big news uh, during the last week that the uh, Tasmania, uh, the Tasmanian people are getting an AFL team. Yeah, really exciting news. You've got to be happy if you're from Tassie, and everyone is by all consensus. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, if you enjoy the podcast, make sure you follow us on all of our socials. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Road Trip Sports Pod. And you can find us on YouTube. Road Trip Sports Podcast is what you need to search. Any inquiries you've got, if you'd like to get in touch with the podcast yourself, make sure to reach out. Road Trip Sports Podcast at gmail.com that's road trip sports podcast at gmail.com or you can slide into any of our dms at road trip sports pod now this episode like all of our episodes recently has been sponsored by major sports collectibles you can find them at major sports collectibles on instagram for any of your sports collectible related needs whether it's jerseys helmets they can source it for you make sure to reach out send them a message tell them exactly what you're looking for and they can source it for you um they're the best they sure are and i'll tell you who's also the best h2 on the trot for the tigs how good is that the mighty mighty tigs the tigers get it done they beat the dragons this week in a game that i actually didn't watch i'm two from two and not watching tigers games i've missed two games all year and it's the games they've won so maybe i continue with that theme and just stop watching tigers games please continue because they've actually been entertaining to watch too um, maybe not as much Panthers one. It was a bit of a just a wet slog, but they played well against the Dragons. They were entertaining football. They looked like the better team out there. It didn't look like the Panthers one where they just eked one out. Yeah, look, I think that they're. Uh, I mean, the see- Dragons are nothing to <laughs> write home about themselves, but I would have loved if they played the Cowboys this week instead of next week because I think if they played the Cowboys this week, two on the trot at Leichhardt Oval, there's a chance that they go three straight. But I feel like it's going to be really tough to get the job done against South this week. But for some, we're tipping four and we're in favour of the Tigers today, but I'm sure we'll get into that a bit later. We will indeed. Um, next one I want to talk about is um, coming up very soon, the UEFA Champions League semi-finals. Uh, my team, Real Madrid, the 14, count them, 14-time European champions are coming up against Man City, the zero-time Count the zero-time European champions. Let's go, Real. Yeah, well, I'm sure that'll bring about some uh, fire in your house, mate, particularly for tomorrow when that game is on. Um, It'll be a close one. It's probably a bit unknown. Um, Man City are probably heavier, um, the heavier favourites here at $2.15. Real Madrid at $3.30. There's a chance of a draw as well, but um, a lot of people are backing in Man City here. That's nice. knowing the past... um, if history says anything, uh, Man City probably choked this one away. But look, it'll be interesting. May, may I repeat the only stat the that matters? Real Madrid fourteen, Man City zero. Well, it it doesn't it does matter, but it doesn't matter tomorrow. You just both teams need to go out there and get the job done. Man City day. don't know how. 
That's that's what matters. Man City choke it away every single time they get close, and then the fisherman pulls the trophy away. It's it's not it's not happening. We'll They're wait, not winning. We'll wait and see. Don't get too cocky just yet. I'm not because cocky. It's early. It's early. It's it's not. It's it's like Paul Heyman says. It's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. Madrid win two 0 tomorrow. Okay, there you go. Well, I'm sure that'll bring about some rivalries. We, oh, my uh, old man and I, we share a lot of sports teams. So the only real rival we have is the Packers versus Niners, and that one's been very favourable to his to his advantage. Other than that, there isn't too many household rivalries per se. Our household's a bit different. We've got um, we've only got two teams that we really all followed together. I mean, the rest of my family are Man City fans, diehard, and I'm the only one who's off that. Um, the only the only ones we've got in common are Penn State because uh, we all went there and Sydney Swans. Uh, everything else is just rivalry, rivalry. Everyone hates each other. Yeah, there you go. Well, that's that's good and bad. It'll bring some uh, it'll bring some interesting fanfare to the household. Definitely spicy when we get up. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, something spicy, and it was certainly a news topic over the weekend, was the uh, Buddy Franklin booing. Once again, didn't watch that game. I usually watch, you know, try and get the uh, full nine games in on a weekend. But I've been missing a few the past couple of weeks with some, uh, some. I've got had a bit of a personal life, which has been a bit weird because the first few weeks What's of the that? season, I was just smashing all the sports games out. So yeah, trying to watch as much as possible. But I did miss a lot, if not pretty much all of the Collingwood v Sydney game. Um, what it, happened? So just to paint the picture, it was a very willing affair. A lot. Um, both teams were getting stuck into each other early. Um, a lot was made of Sydney apparently going after Nick Dacos, which I think was ridiculous when every single still I've seen of a so-called fight um, involved about seven Collingwood players and one Sydney player. So I think it's a I've bit overblown. i the opposite, to be honest. Have you? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but anyway, the, the biggest news story, I guess, was um, Buddy Franklin... Uh, being booed relentlessly by the Collingwood fans in scenes that can only be described as reminiscent of the Adam Good situation um, towards the tail end of his career. And it's just shocking. It's shocking that with all we've learned, with the, the documentary that came out, I actually watched it again recently. Um, it's absolutely abhorrent that people could think that's okay. I get cheering your team. I get being passionate. I get if someone gets like makes a mistake, getting stuck into him. But Buddy Franklin, from the moment he first touched the ball, he didn't do anything wrong, didn't start any fights whatsoever. He was being relentlessly booed. Yeah, I reckon you can pretty much be booed for a couple of things. But the main ones I reckon are acceptable is if you've left one team and gone to another. So, you know, yep. you've shipped teams, yep. you're, you're playing your old team. You've done a dirty play and then the plays after that you get booed. Yep. Um, but to boo or like you've you know you're a horrible bloke and stuff. But Buddy's like that been that quiet his whole career. Like he's now he's not an open book by any means. It's just yeah, it's hard to understand. It's it's supremely hard to understand, and especially you can't say he he never played for Collingwood, so you can't say that argument. He's it started the booing started before he even like before he even got touched the ball. So it can't be like a, you did something dirty, all this sort of stuff. And it was only Buddy Franklin. It wasn't all the key Swans players. They weren't just booing anytime Swans players had the ball, which honestly, if they did that, I would have been more okay with it. If they had booed every single time the Swans touched the ball, that's fine. The fact that it was directed at one player, another Indigenous Swans player, 
after everything we've learnt, it's just absolute poor form. And I, I, I know there's been apologies. I know there's been that. But Collingwood fans need to pull their heads in because they were one of the supreme ones last time. Yeah, they were. And I think it creates a bad precedent because fan bases pick up on it. Like we've seen with the Jason Horn francis booing that one club started it and it's been going on for eight weeks. Yeah. As in, it could only take um, the Fremantle Dockers. And I, I think the Swans are at home this weekend. Um, which probably helps and it may die a slow death. North fans, I like North fans. I don't feel like North fans would do it, but if you're up against like, you know, a Carlton or a St Kilda or, you know, those passionate diehard fan bases, Richmond that they got coming up, maybe so it's the a vic- Bulldogs. Most of the Victorian, most of the Victorian teams. teams that are, you know, die- Essendon, most of those sort of teams that are diehard and they're, they're relentless fans, then you may see it. But Hopefully, with some games up against Frio North, um, then a game against Carlton at home, and um, St Kilda at home, that it sort of dies a slow death. And I think it will. I hope which so. Will be great. I really, so. really hope so. Um, yeah, it's just it's disgusting to see. And whatever your thoughts are of Buddy Franklin as a player, whatever your thoughts are of his current form, is irrelevant. Um, he's a champion of the game. There's no need for the relentless booing. Just cheer your, t- cheer your own team on. Collingwood have got such good things going on at the moment. They're looking like a big, strong club who's got a lot of young talent who's going to take them into the future. You don't need to be doing this. I sort of feel like the Jason Horn francis booing is going to slow- die a slow death. I feel like it's going to take a few weeks before it dies away, but it inevitably will. And then once it all settles in, it'll never come back. Where Buddies is like, you could expect that could continue until he retires. And that's just a terrible look like we saw with the Adam Goods. Like, Horn Francis is in his young in his career. Mm. If it continues, it'll continue for the rest of the year. And then people will forget. Like, it'll die. You'd hope. Death. But, but then again, it, it, it's something that turns into... And I, I think it relates to wrestling. Like, um, the what chant, which is one of the most annoying chants. People still do it because it just fits. People do things because it just is what you do people chant you suck at kurt angle when no one thinks he sucks like people will boo jason horn francis throughout his career because it's like oh well that's just what you do when you see jason horn francis it's i I think that i'd like to say it's going to stop but it's going to take everyone pulling their heads in and realizing that's not what we do yeah well i don't know i i reckon uh, are you are you would you boo him well who who, who's horn francis Oh, this weekend I would they play North. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm that excited for that game. Actually, it's probably my most look. I'm looking forward to it so much. Yeah, I hope North belt the shit out of him. I hope North absolutely. absolutely club him, get stuck into him, and um. But I hope the players do. The, I has don't. Has the time slot? Oh, yeah. Like if you were gonna give North and Port Adelaide a Friday night, a Saturday night, or like a primetime Sunday game. It would be this week. Yeah. Like the AFL matchmakers, what have you done? You needed to give it Port v North in Tassie at 2.10 on a Saturday and as oh I think I mentioned goodness. a couple That's months ago mouth-watering. it clashes with the Swans game versus Frio at 1.45 like they got two games on a Friday they couldn't fit North and Port um, although I yeah, think weird. while I haven't put it in prime time clashing with Frio and Sydney I don't think I think you'll still a lot of the Victorian fans will be watching uh, the North game a lot of your at like South Australian fans will be watching the North game, so I don't think you're losing your major markets, which is probably the only thing that I can say they've done there is they've gone well. We've got Perth and Sydney market who probably won't be interested anyway. Let's give them a good game there. 
But I Who think knows? everyone in the AFL is interested, regardless of where you're from. I would like to think so, but if they didn't give them a prime time, then that's probably the only logical reason why they've done that. West Coast v Gold Coast, are you sure that <laughs> you wouldn't swap that game? I would. I I'm, would. I'm saying I would. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate and say this is probably why... They've put it on when they have, but if they chose still, not to put it like in play. The Swans and Freo were projected to be two top six teams before the season started. You could expect that was going to be a blockbuster. Arguably, both teams haven't probably performed as well as Absolutely not. you would have hoped. But that's still, I still don't understand this week. I, as a schedule, two Friday night games that clash. I never understand it. All the Saturday games that clash, two Saturday night games that clash. I just... These clashes that you see, it's always terrible. And I feel like this week's one of the worst we've ever seen. And we always sacrifice that with a bit of Thursday, with no Thursday game. Yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Well, we'll move on now and we'll get into our Darwin chat. Um, Now, as we usually do, Ol, do you want to take us through, uh, give us the layout, give us what's going on in Darwin? Yeah, not much. (laughs) (laughs) No, Darwin is the capital city of Australia's Northern Territory and it's... uh, it's a bit of a hot spot um, up north and close to the massive Kakadu National Park. Obviously, you've got Ayers Rock up that way, and it's a bit of a it's a bit of a place that's known um, for its hot weather, its crocs, it's dry, it's desolate, but it's got no sports teams. H and this is our first time covering it as a is. city that doesn't have a sports team. So why are we covering it this week? Well, I, what are we I, talking about? I think it's fitting because with the news of a Tasmania team there can't be 19 teams forever right like there's got to be a new team that comes forward even the league out even the buyers out all of that sort of stuff and they're um, footy mad up there yeah they, they love their footy up there so i think it would be absolutely fitting to give northern territory the 20th license yeah it's probably fitting um they've got some infrastructure there with tio stadium um and they've had some games up that way and will continue for a long time i would consider and maybe that gives them a bit of a base um perhaps it's like a bit of a five to ten year uh rebuild more like in terms of building that club up building the infrastructure up there that it's, it's a big building block um before they're able to get a team um but yeah as you sort of said they're they're footy mad they've had a number of afl players that have come from darwin and they continue to play games up there they're, obviously the heat's a bit of an issue um yeah that will come into a fact as to whether they get night games but then you deal with the dew um whether they ever chuck you never know we might start seeing like nine or ten o'clock games in the morning which we haven't seen probably i think the back in about the 2000s there were some games at like 12 o'clock um, interesting but imagine seeing a game at like nine or ten in the morning i'd just love to, it just to beat the heat it, it, it'd be like living in the states and uh living on the west coast of the states and being able to wake up at like 10 and watch games all the way into the night um, I think that'd be epic. As long as I would never put them on a Saturday morning because, you know, all the kids, even the Sunday morning because kids are playing sport and it's hard to... Yeah, that does make it hard. Are, but then you don't want to play sport. You don't want to play it Friday morning either because... Well, no, it's, it's probably, probably got to be a Sunday morning if they're going to do a morning. Uh, yeah, a I Saturday so. morning. Um, so, yeah, you probably give them the Friday night, Saturday night games. Yeah, probably. Know. All right, well, before we get into our creator teams, before we preview what our teams are going to look like, we've got some, uh, we've got to do our icon of Darwin. So, Ol, do you want to take us through a few of the finalists and then we'll talk about the who has ended up the icon of Darwin? 
Yeah, there are a few honourable mentions first, and a finalist is uh, Damien Martin. Uh, he was a cricket test commentator. Um, he's also a former cricketer who played tests and uh, won days sporadically between the uh, 1990s and early 2000s. Um, he played 67 uh, tests for Australia, um, 208 one-dayers. Decent enough player. Probably not one of your household names, but was able to um, was able to be around the mark for some time, particularly in the 90s. And that's probably why we can't remember him so much, H. But yeah, absolutely. Being from Darwin, uh, he's drawn a lot of attention as a bit of an icon, but it's got to be some of those footy guys as well. And there is a couple of names that I was very surprised with Yep. Um, that were from there. And one of those was um, Cadell Evans, H. Yeah, Cadell Evans, um, a Tour de France winner, um, very successful cyclist. Um, yeah, I, I was honestly surprised that he came from there as well. But Yeah, well, plenty of room to uh, ride around and there's probably not much to do up there. So he's just cycling away. Absolutely. Uh, but, um, <laughs> it's... Uh, it was an interesting, interesting fact. I honestly had no idea. And one person that's uh, known for being a Northern Territory athlete, and she was the first Aboriginal Australian or Indigenous Australian to win an Olympic gold medal, and that's Nova uh, Paris or Nova um, Paris Nebonis, I believe she may have been known or is now known. Um, so she won a gold medal for Australia in field yep. hockey. Cool. Uh, at the uh, 1996 Atlanta Games. Um, and she's had a bit of a political career as well, which yep. has sort of got her in front of the media. Um, she's also represented Australia in track as well, which was quite interesting post um, that. That's impressive. Almost yeah. like a switch of sports. So she's been a bit of a, a bit of a pick and a lot of people up that way associate yep. her with NT Sports. Yeah, awesome. Um, and who's our last finalist, though? Last ones. There's there's a few AFL options to choose from, um, and there was a lot of Riolis about. Yeah. But one finalist that we found, and uh, he's definitely a candidate here, is Sean Burgoyne. Now, Sean Burgoyne, born in Darwin, he played 407 games across his AFL career with 157 from Port and 250 for Hawthorne. Yep. Um, so. He had a champion pretty, football. Yeah, player. great career, and we've sort of seen the end of that, and pretty much the start of that as well. Um, he's been an Indigenous All Star. He's won four premierships, which is a big one there, and he's been an All Australian. So, so he was in all their teams: 08, uh, 13, 14, 15. Uh, yeah, and he won one. In, he, you know, he wasn't in 08. He was in 13, 14, 15. Oh, he was still with and Port. He won, he won the Port one. Yes, he yep. won with Port in two thousand and four. So, yeah, wow. Silk, as he's known, um, certainly a great candidate there. So, there's some good candidates, but we do have a clear winner. Um, who is our winner for today, Ol? Uh, it's got to be one of the Riolis, in fact, and it's probably got to be Cyril Rioli. Yep. So, a pretty short career for Cyril, you would say, but he's a bit of an icon up there. They, they love him up there. Um, when he's not in the Tiwi Islands where he was born. Um, he played football in the NT at St. Mary's um, before moving to Scotch College in Victoria. Picked 12 in the draft. Um, but his sort of accolades, he won a Normston panel in 2015 and won four premierships in 08, 13, 2, 15, three All-Australians, um, a couple of, a goal of the year 
in such a short career. Um, like he's 33 years of age now and he's been retired for, I think he retired at 28, 29. So many people said that he was just hitting his prime when he retired. Yeah, wow. Um, incredible. I mean, why would you keep playing? If you've done all that you can in your career, uh, he, he did everything. He he completed AFL. So yeah, good on him for getting out when he did. And um, yeah, absolute champion football player. One that was really annoying um, for Swans uh, fans uh, in the in both finals, really. The uh, 12 one that Swans won and the uh, 2014 one that we lost. But yeah, absolute fantastic football player. Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, did it on the big stage with the Norm Smith medal in, in 2015. And that's a pretty big thing. What I think he was a pretty clear winner. There was Sam Mitchell was a talk as well, but yep. he was a clear winner on the day. I think he kicked two goals, but his work around the ground was uh, pretty memorable. Yep. So he's a great... He, he's probably some of his moments. Um, the uh, It's almost a Lewis Jenner moment when Rioli was chasing him down the wing. Yeah. Um, but he's had... That some, was absolutely iconic. He's had some absolute, absolutely spectacular marks as well. And particularly that Norm Smith probably caps off as his best moment, I would say, as an individual. Yep, absolutely. All right, we move on now to our creator team segment. Now, if you haven't watched uh, or listened uh, to the podcast before... This segment, we create a team from scratch. It's usually an expansion team for a sport. So previous ones we've done, we've done a Tasmanian AFL team, ironically, before they announced um, that it was coming. So if you want to check that one out and maybe propose one of those as the new name, if they can't get the Devils, which we did concede on the podcast is probably the most likely name. But the Tasmanian Mariners and the Tasmanian Islanders are two of the options that we uh, propose for that one. And we've also done a basketball expansion into Albuquerque. So we did the Albuquerque Aztecs and the Albuquerque um, Devil, uh, the New Mexico Devils, sorry. Um, so we create a logo. If you look on the Instagram, check us out at Road Trip Sports Pod. It'll have all the details there for you to vote on the winner. But let's get straight into it. Oh, do you want to kiss off? Who is, who is your team? I'm going with the Darwin Dingoes. The so Dingoes. The Dingoes. So. Did they eat your baby? <laughs> <laughs> We've got a orange, black, and red color base. Um, yep. So bit of an indigenous sort of theme there as well but nothing like we've we've got in the afl at the moment um it just makes sense for their colors you know the red dirt um black and orange there available coach now this was an easy selection yep. nathan buckley he's uh he grew up in the nt he spent majority of his football developing years i think from 10 to 17 in the northern territory and he's actually been regarded as a as a territorian from Oh, on that basis so you know playing junior yeah. football at the Nightcliff Football Club and um, so I think he'd be a great coach and he'd probably be open to the challenge particularly with those NT roots mascot I've got to go with a dingo of course it might have to be a bit of a variable to be a dingo man or maybe we just go um, Georgia Bulldog style and have a have a di- an actual dingo that <laughs> roams around TIO Stadium. That's That'd the stadium that I'm going with. Yep. I'm going with TIO Stadium. It's a already pre-built stadium, had plenty of games of football. It has the facility and the infrastructure built in 1991, still relatively new. Um, yep. I think it makes sense. I think it makes sense to have the stadium that they've got there and perhaps develop that over time. 
I don't know that they're ready for a 40, 50,000, 30,000 people stadium yet, um, just on the interest. So I think that that's a good option. One player I would steal that suits my team, it's got to be Stephen May. He's probably the best available. He's probably the best available player um, from the NT. So yep. Stephen May from Northern Territory um, played a lot of his junior football career from Darwin, in fact. And you just got to think that that interest, interests him. He's this is if we establish today because he's thirty one years of age. You know, if we establish him five years time, he's probably actually done and towards the end of his career. But we can't st- project that he's going to be the stars in exactly, five ten exactly. years. So. so he's he's a good option as a key defender. We know they're not they don't come by easy. And one player under twenty two. Um, that I'm stealing from another team that I didn't pick last time. I picked Sam Walsh last time. And I just think his recent form makes it obvious, and that's Nick, Nick Dacos. Absolutely good call there. Uh, someone I would have picked for my team if we didn't have our little uh, no uh, no shared players agreement. Um, so my team is called the Darwin Crocs. The Darwin Crocs are green and black in colour. Um, if you look at our jersey on the Instagram, there's a sort of like reptile skin um, theme going on with our jersey. So hopefully you like that. Um, available coach, we're going to go with Leon Cameron. Um, to be his second time um, as head coach after his stint at GWS. Took GWS all the way to a grand final. So I think he's a very capable coach. He's just looking for a... Um, sort of like a makeover with the, uh, with the Swans Academy at the moment, working with them. Um, now our mascot, our mascot, and right now, Ollie, you're wearing pants similar to our mascot. For those who don't know, he's currently wearing uh, Florida Gators pants. We're going to have Croc Man. So Croc Man is going to be running around similar to like a Florida Gators style uh, mascot, um, running around chomping kids, um, getting photos with his mouth open um, around kids' heads. I think that'd be pretty fun. Um, stadium. Now you've chosen to use the current stadium we've chosen to make a new stadium it's croc park it's going to be an absolute ripper and just as a fun new feature an architectural feature so the roof is going to raise on a lever and it's going to be shaped like a croc's mouth and it's going to have like little um <laughs> little teeth coming down and that's the anchor points uh to the stadium itself so it can be a croc's head chomping down Thoughts? <laughs> I, I like it. I've come up with that on the spot. I don't know if there that's but architecturally make, feasible, but, but make sure you get aircon in in a roof stadium for crying out loud, because it'll probably be fifty degrees inside that stadium, mate. Well, the Crocs mouth open and closes to like waft air in. I, I reken that's that that that's <laughs> oh, yeah. it's wafting in forty degree air. <laughs> Um, it's a cool concept, I guess. <laughs> it's a shocker. <laughs> um, but I'm sticking with it. Croc Park. Um, coming down, see a game at Croc Park. Um, our player that we'd steal to suit our team, I think Daniel Rioli. Um, just grab another one of the Riolis. Um, great player uh, from the NT as well. So uh, that would be a positive uh, one to have on the billboards. And one player under 22 I'm stealing is got to be Chad Warner. I think... The identity of the Crocs is a real ferocious, hard-nosed, getting-the-football sort of team. And I think Chad Warner embodies that. He's always winning the hard ball. Um, And you saw it in the grand final last year. He was the only one who actually gave anything on the field. It looked like 21 players didn't show up and Chad Warner was just out there by himself. So Don't forget Robbie Fox. <laughs> oh, Robbie Fox, true. He had a good game. <laughs> I, thought, I thought anything Warner played a great game last year, but 
Anyway. So be it. Fair um, enough. I, I mean, that's a fair call for all still, 22 of them that they didn't play a decent game, but... Um, he's, still, he's still had a good year and he's still 21 years of age, which surprised me a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that is the Darwin Crocs. There you go. Well... Come see a game at Croc Park. Yeah, that's it. Well, That's we'll, our big attraction. H has went for a song, a team song that sort of matches <laughs> a matches a recent sports team. And he, if, if you know him, he flogs this song. So you may be able to pick up on it. True. Quickly. I forgot to mention we've got our songs. Uh, so our team song for the, uh, the Darwin Crocs. Northern Territory has the Crocs, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're in the swamp, we're always in control. Because when you're in the NT, the Crocs will win the more. Because we're the Darwin Crocs, Darwin Crocs, Darwin Crocs number one. Yes, we're the Darwin Crocs, Darwin Crocs, Darwin Crocs number one. There's a, re- there's a reason that's a fight song and not a team song. <laughs> they all sing that loud and oh. proud in the stands. Oh, I love there's that. a banjo bit in there. It's, <laughs> it's great. Banjo. Yeah, there's a banjo. You're leaning towards the West Coast, the new West Coast song. There's a banjo in the Swans one too. The banjos are AFL. I think my it sounds like an AFL song. Yeah, that's... Because uh... when you're in the NT, the Crocs will win them all. I'm so proud of that one. Yeah, not bad. You've, uh, if you've uh, got any idea where he's taken that from, please, uh, please let us know. Reach out at Road Trip Sports Pod. <laughs> um, do you have a song? <laughs> yeah, I do. I don't know how it's going to go because I've just pulled it from thin air. It's not a, it's not a song that exists. So, <laughs> and I know what are you talking about? There's one line in there that just wouldn't pass because it, it's uh it's got the word Christ Almighty in it. Um, but it's uh it's a fun song nonetheless. So it's yep, We're the Mighty it. Dingoes, we're the best alright. We're the team from up north and we'll give you hell and fight. Heidi Heidi Christ Almighty, who the hell are we? <laughs> we're the Mighty Dingoes, the best you'll ever see. Run, chase, tackle, eat you up and chew. We're the Mighty Dingoes and we just beat you. Woo <laughs> So I love it. I love it with, with all my heart. Can we can we get? I don't know if the population would support this, but we need two Darwin-based teams <laughs> just for the songs. Yeah, just for well, the yours songs. can be the fight song, and mine can be the, <laughs> the team song. <laughs> uh, um, well, I don't know how we um, I don't know how we segue this, so we're just gonna have to march on. Um, that's our creative team there. Make sure you vote on our Instagram. Uh, it's on our story right now as you're listening to this, unless you. 24 hours late in which case it's done but get on our socials get voting on the poll uh vote for whichever team you prefer if you'd like to see a working mechanical croc head as a stadium vote the darwin crocs (laughs) if you want to die of heat exhaustion (laughs) vote for the crocs Uh, Uh, be a good way to go out yeah, All right. Um, now, our next segment is one that we've actually had to hold over from last week. Last week, we, we actually prepared a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire for each of us to go with each other, but we were running a little long. We got really into the segment. So, Ollie, you're going to be the Eddie Maguire role today. Um, unlucky for you. Sure am, yep. Uh, and you are going to be running out Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Right. Well, let's get into it. Just a reminder that there is three lifelines. There's phone a friend. Yep. Um, 50-50 okay. and there is uh, audience which will probably just be me giving you the answer but that's okay 
I think all three of them are just asking each other the answer. But well, all right, let's. Not a 50 50. I mean, if I'm nice enough to give the answer in the 50 50, that might be. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what they do. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> the 50 50 isn't to do with the audience. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, we'll start. Jeez, off. it'd be rotten luck if you didn't put it in the 50 50. Yeah, that's it. We'll start off with our $100 question, H. Alrighty. This is who is the only person to score 100 points in one NBA game? So A, Michael Jordan, B, Kobe Bryant, C, Wilt Chamberlain, D, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Just flexing my knowledge, I know that Kobe scored 81. I know that um, Jordan, I think, has the playoff record. If it hasn't been broken. Yet. If it hasn't been broken recently. Um, he had he held it for a very long time, but it's got to be... Uh, was Wilt uh, C? That's correct, yep. Yep. All right, $100 in the bank. Next question is for $200. Which country won the Soccer World Cup in 2018? A, Brazil, B, France, C, Germany, D, England. I know that Brazil won 2014. I know that Argentina won the most recent one. I know that France were defending their title in the 2022 one, so I'm going to go with France. That is correct. Cool. So for... $300. Our next question is What is Muhammad Ali's real name? Is it A. Clay Ali, B. Cassius Clay, C. Marcellus Clay Jr., or D. Clay Cassius? It's um, now before I answer this one, just give a little bit of time for you all. Uh, make sure you're playing at home. If you're playing at home, let us know how you did. Let us know how much money you ended up with, um, and we will pay it to you. Uh, if you like our page and you convince 100,000 friends to also like our page, we will pay you whatever you earn in this in this quiz. <laughs> Don't say that. 100,000 fans. <laughs> I think we'll pay for 100,000 fans. $100,000 for 100,000 fans. I'd, sure. <laughs> if you convince 100,000 of your friends to like this page... And, um, and support the podcast. Um, maybe give us a subscribe, some five-star <laughs> oh reviews. God. Then I think we can charge. Uh, I think we can yeah, fork out can, that. You can get that loan out. Man, I'm not touching it. Anyway, what is your answer for what is Muhammad Ali's real name? Uh, it was Cassius Clay B. That's correct. Yep. yep. So 300 points in the bank. Next $500 question. Cool. What are the two national sports of Canada? Is it A, soccer, soccer and hockey? B, baseball and hockey. C, hockey and lacrosse. D, hockey and basketball. <laughs> the look is it, not as confident. It's not as confident, but it's not exactly... <sighs> Can you read them to me again, please? So we've got A, soccer and hockey. No. B, baseball and hockey. No. C, hockey and lacrosse. D, soccer... Uh, sorry, hockey and basketball. C, hockey and lacrosse. That is correct. Oh, okay. That you is had correct. me there for a second. I was like, nah, if you'd have said, if you'd have had hockey and football in there, I would have had pause. Yeah, okay, fair. All right, the $1,000 question. This cool. basketball move was banned from the years 1967 to 1976. What was it? A, the slam dunk. B, the alley-oop. C, the pick and roll. D, the skyhook. Ooh. It's a tough one. It is a tough one. You got to think. Uh, I'm not gonna. I don't want to steer you in the wrong direction here. So I'm gonna leave this for you. Could it be? Um, could so, it be any you, of these options? <laughs> <laughs> so it's A slam dunk, B alley oop, 
C, pick and roll. D, skyhook. Which basketball Ooh. move was banned from 67 to 76? Just talking out loud, I could see it being like a pick and roll because they may be trying to reduce the contact. I could see it being a... Well, if slam dunk's banned, then alley-oop's banned. So I don't think it's slam dunk because otherwise they'd both technically be banned. Just logic dictates. Okay. Um, I don't think it's Skyhook. So it's one of the two for me. Okay. Would you, do you need a lifeline? I'm, uh, what question am I up to? You're up to question five of 15. Oh. So you, this is about the time that you may use one considering you got three. You're How? A third of the way through. What were the uh, what were the years that you you, uh, you said there? Nineteen sixty seven to nineteen seventy six. Oh, I would like to phone a friend, please. Okay, so I've just picked up the phone. Okay, <laughs> no bring bring or anything. No, <laughs> just. I have picked up the phone. Oh, no, my phone's always on silent, mate, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't even beep. It was in my pocket, so... All right. Uh, I've just picked up the phone. Okay. Hello. Hey, Ollie. How you doing? Good, mate. I've how got, you going? I've got this question here, and uh, I need your help. Uh, All right. It's... Uh, what move was banned uh, in the NBA from 1967 to 76, was it? That's right, yeah. Um, it was the... I'm trying to decide between... I don't think it's the slam dunk. I don't think it's the sky hook. I'm trying to decide between the alley-oop and the pick and roll. I'm leaning towards pick and roll. Can you help me out at all? You'd be surprised to know, mate. It was actually the slam dunk that they banned. I, I remember this pretty pretty strongly. Um, it was outlawed for high school and college players. Um, so That's high school and college players? They, they, could, they couldn't do it in the, NF, in our, uh, the NBA as well. Right, um, During okay. that time. But... They got around it pretty easy by just dropping the ball in the hoop instead of slamming it down. So that was how the NBA players got oh, around and it. it. So is that why the alley-oop wasn't banned if the slam dunk was banned? Yes. Because they just drop it in instead just drop of... it in. That's it. Right. Because so you I... were looking at me funny. When I was going through my logic, you were looking... At... I mean, the uh, host of this game was looking at me funny because you're a different person that I'm talking to on the phone. <laughs> um, but oh, So lock, yeah, in, okay. lock in A, mate. Alright, I will, uh, alright, thanks. Uh, alright, Eddie, I'll lock in A, thank you. Lucky you've got some friends, Harrison, because A is correct. It was actually the slam dunk. I'm so glad I used the lifeline there. <laughs> alright, our next question for $2,000 and uh-huh. it is which team gets the advantage of first bat in baseball? A, the away team. B, the series leader. C, the home team, or D, last year's series winner? It's A, the away team. That is correct. Cool. Alrighty. So, the next question for $4,000 is what century was water polo created? So, it is A, the 20th century, B, the 18th century, D, the 19th century, Sorry, C, the 19th century, and D, the 17th century. Okay. Um, 
So when you say... Can I just clarify? When you say the 20th century, technically the 1900s are the 20th century. Do you mean the 2000s or do you mean the 1900s? <laughs> when you say 20th century. Well, I'm just going to say it's not the 20th century. So I, I don't know. Don't worry about no, it. No, but uh, it, the, the logic carries for the rest of the Yeah, answers. I know. Um, so when you say 1800s, is that 18th century or 19th century? From, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of when the actual date of it is and translating it because it could be interpreted either way. Um, let's stick away from let's stick away from centuries and let's just go. Okay, can we? Yeah, let's just go take- like, um, let's go, 1900s, 1800s. Let's just I'll even change the okay. just to make it easier. A 1900s, B 1800s. D- C, 1700s. D, 1600s. All right. Um, on number-based questions, I'll do a 50-50 and knock out the first and last ones. I've got a feeling... So, it was 1900s, 1800s, 1700s, 1600s. Yeah, I've just done it in descending order for you. Do I just go my gut? 1800s. That is... Correct. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was having a bit of a heart attack then. All right. For $8,000. Okay. What year did boxing become a legal sport? <laughs> Have you got all your million dollar questions in now? <laughs> Get out of it. A, 1921. B, 1901. C, 1931. Or D, 1911. Can you read those answers again, please? A, 1921. B, 1901. C, 1931. D, 1911. Okay. And it was what year they became a legal sport? That's correct, yeah. This, this is hard. Um, I'm going to... Audience, please. Okay. I'd like the audience responses, please. So... It is 20% nineteen twenty one, forty percent nineteen oh one, twenty percent nineteen thirty one, and twenty percent nineteen eleven. I will hope you haven't dogged me here and going nineteen oh one then. <laughs> that is incorrect. No, I'm joking. That's oh. correct. <laughs> I was about to come over this table and so throttle you. It's kind of it's. it's a I hard assume question. I assume nineteen oh one, but so then I was like, oh, I just I don't want to get this, it wrong here. This is where it becomes difficult, and I've I've just given you pretty much the answer here because I've I wanted to double check because it's been a week since I've done my answers written down. I've just had to check them when okay. I'm searching. <laughs> so there was a law passed in nineteen eleven. So arguably that it was nineteen eleven, but it was legalized in a lot of other countries in nineteen oh one. And um, it was made an Olympic sport in 1904. So, arguably, it's legal before 1911 if it's an Olympic sport. Yeah, okay. Um, so, I ruled off 1911. I was like, it's got to be 1901. Okay, cool, cool, um, cool. So, th- the correct answer probably even more or less is 1911. But for the purpose of this, that's the correct answer. Cool, I'll take it. Anyway, so for $16,000, okay. your question is, what team did Mason support when we had him on the podcast? Was it A, the Brisbane Lions? 
B, the West Coast Eagles, C, the Adelaide Crows, or D, the Fremantle Dockers? It was the Adelaide Crows. That is correct. Cool. All right, so for $32,000... We should do, and this is probably an off-pod chat, but... Uh, doing, I think we did it real early on, but doing another Who Wants to Be a Millionaire based on solely our podcast. It might be a bit vain, but why not? Yeah, okay. Well, it just, yeah, you have to be a pretty good listener to get a war right as well. Yes, we get a list. Get Joe on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Throw him in it. All right. Well, for $32,000, okay. what is Magic Johnson's real name? Is it A, Stephen? Is it B, Ewing? <laughs> is it C, Eugene? Or is it D, Irvin? Oh. <laughs> so to recap, is it A, it's not Stephen, Stephen. <laughs> B, Ewing, C, Eugene, D, Irving? It's not. It's not Ewing. Uh, Eugene. Is that your final answer? What was the other one? Um, Irving, D. And A, Stephen, which you've already ruled down. I'm just, I'm just asking if you're finally answer. I haven't put the pressure on you yet, so. Yeah, <laughs> it's my final answer. Okay, no worries. Um, so you're looking at C, <laughs> Eugene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is incorrect. It is incorrect, it's, isn't uh, it? It's Magic Irving or Irvin Magic Johnson. It is a yeah. So it's, uh, okay. It was D. So you're full short on 32, but we've still got five questions remaining. So we'll continue with that. Let's just have some fun. So for sixty-four thousand dollars, what or Maple Jordan is the nickname of which NBA player? Maple Jordan. Maple Jordan. Is it A. Steve Nash, B. Andrew Wiggins, C. Jamal Murray? Or D, RJ Barrett. So they're all Canadian players. (laughs) That was the worst thing. I was just going to pick the Canadian. (laughs) (laughs) There's just a quick little... Oh, why did you write such a hard quiz for me? (laughs) Well, we've hit the the pointy end. Yeah, but I said it was hard like five questions ago. (laughs) (laughs) I questioned five. I used my first lifeline. Um, I'm going to... What's like 50-50? You've got two lifelines. No, I don't. Yeah, I've just do. got 50 I've used phone a friend oh, And I've used audience uh, I've just got 50-50 please Okay Steve Nash Or Andrew Wiggins I've never heard Steve Nash called Maple Jordan <laughs> <laughs> So I'm going to go Andrew Wiggins It is Andrew Wiggins Okay, <laughs> okay. Cool For 125,000 How long Is a marathon In length A 42 kilometers. Yeah. B, 45 kilometers. C, 39 kilometers. Or D, 38 kilometers. I thought you were going to give me like a 42 point something and I was about to die. Um, it was 42. That is correct. Because it's 26.2 miles. Yeah. Or something so like it that. ends up being about um, 42.195. So, you know. Round to the nearest whole number. That's cool. 42 kilometers, mate. <laughs> Thank or you. Or you could argue that you're running and, you know, you're running more than 42. Cl- uh, so it shouldn't be 42. But for the purposes of this quiz, it is, in fact, 42 kilometers. Cool. All right. The next question is, and this would have been for $250,000. Yep. What was Joe from Newcastle's 
favourite wrestler of all time when we had him on the podcast? Oh. Yeah, it's actually a bit of a tough question. Um, oh, it could have been anyone. Was that's, it? A, that's an episode 10 thing, isn't it? I think it was a bit, I think it was a bit later than that, actually. Well, I, I thought we talked later. wrestling episode 10. No, we talked Because it was just after Mania. We talked wrestling Mania 38. on his second. I think we talked wrestling on his second time around. It might. I don't think it was ten, but um, oh, even still, it's a while. It's a yeah. Like actually, I, think a it, I think it actually was ten, to be honest. That's over a year ago. Yeah. That's scary. All right. <laughs> that that is dead go. set scary, dude. Was it A. Batista, B. John Cena, C. The Undertaker, or D. Shawn Michaels? They were all of my guesses. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Let's wait this out. Wouldn't have been John Cena because that's mine. Wouldn't have been Shawn Michaels because that's mine. I'm going to go Batista. Is it locking it in? Yeah, why not? All right. It wasn't Batista. Batista was mine. It was The Undertaker. It was the... Okay. Well, I was like... Yeah, that's where I got it from because I was like, Shawn and John are mine. Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. For 500... I heard someone the other day say Batista was boring and overrated. Oh, God. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like in his, in his ruthless aggression run. Yeah, okay. Alright, well, I've got another question for you here, and this would have been for $500,000. And imagine if you've gotten the whole way through, you're probably I champing at the bit. I don't for this think question. I could even imagine it. I reckon someone could do it if they. An NBA fan could have done it. There wasn't that many NBA questions. The ones I got wrong and struggled with were. <laughs> well, there's one more for a million dollars that's an NBA question, but cool. for the meantime, for $500,000, on a standard dartboard, which number lies between 9 and 11? Is it A, 14, B, 17, C, 7, or D, 10? Oh. <laughs> so which number lies between 9 and 11? Say them again, please. Is it A, 14, B, 17, C, 7, or D, 10? 17. It is not 17. It's 7, isn't it? It's A, 14. Whoa, okay. Fair enough. All right, so the million-dollar question would have been an NBA one. You may have struggled with this one, but if, if you're playing along at home and you've got this far, well done. What team won the first NBA game in 1946? Was it A, the New York Knicks, B, the Los Angeles Lakers, C, the Detroit Pistons, or D, the Philadelphia Warriors? My... Quiz instincts are telling me that the different one that's not a current team would be the answer. However, I think they lost Detroit Pistons. <laughs> it was the New York Knicks. Yeah, the yeah. New York Knicks defeated. Did they beat the Philadelphia? No, they didn't. They beat the Toronto Huskies. Oh. Yeah, so a bit of an interesting one for you there. Very interesting. All right, so. It was a harder quiz towards the end. Yeah, it got um, really hard. Yeah, it was probably a bit I'm harder exhausted. than yours last week, but. Um, well, considering you got to like the $500,000 question. Yeah. Yeah, I think I fumbled the bag at the end. But yeah. look, we both win nothing. But um, hopefully you enjoyed playing a lot at home. Uh, let, let us know how you went, how much you won, um, wh where you uh, failed. And if you failed, did you get all the questions right after that? Because if so, um, you're pretty much, if you just got that question right. So anyway, but um, some fun little questions there for you absolutely and like i said as well if you can uh, find us a hundred thousand fans you can get whatever amount you earned up to in our uh who wants to be a millionaire all right we'll move on to our mailbag now uh first question comes from joe from newcastle who asks should buddy franklin hang up the boots 
Um, I think he's already going to at the end of this year, to be honest. Or I think I'd, he goes to another team for a one year. I think Joe meant immediately, as in don't play again. Yeah. No, they, they <laughs> seem to be better without him. Um, I think the biggest thing... The early talk. I mentioned, I think, a couple of weeks ago, but I think they're just... Their entries aren't varied enough. There was a stat... Um, I believe it was either I think it was the GWS game, but um, twenty in uh, twenty entries, thirteen of them to Buddy Franklin or something, something like that. I can't remember exactly which game it was, but he's taking up almost sixty-five to seventy percent of their entries are going directly to him. That's just too much. You've got to spread the ball because when he's not in the lineup, that's what they do so well. They've got so many varied forward targets that they can really spread that ball out. You can't cover them all. Yeah, that's it. Well, I think that if they had a, a bit of a one-two punch, I mean, they've tried with McDonald and Amadi's played well in games, but it's he still doesn't have a one-two punch to sort of vary that delivery. And when you have guys like Amadi um, and you have guys like um, Logan McDonald there, when Buddy isn't the primary target, then you sort of split the entries a little bit. But when he is that primary target, then you just sort of have to go to him. Uh, in a way and that's why I think it's a bit of an issue so yeah if they can vary their entry I don't think they'll have as much of an issue but um, should he hang up the boots I mean let him see out the season for crying out loud anyway yeah Um, next question also comes from Joe from Newcastle who asks what in the hell is going on at Carlton Um, it's always Joe's out for blood this week yeah it's always um, it's always worse than it seems and it's uh, never as better as uh, as good as it seems um in sports so Carlton they look terrible but they're eighth so they're still in eighth position they're still won four of eight games with a draw in there um their percentage is a bit of a worry but you know they lost to a hot Adelaide team they've lost to St Kilda and they've lost to Brisbane who are three decent teams if they can steady the ship against the Bulldogs but they've got a hard run coming up the Bulldogs the Pies Sydney Melbourne ask me in four weeks I think they could easily come out of that 0-4 or 1-3 then I think it's sound the alarms also though if they come out of that they should it should ease up after then and if they can go on a run then that's when you want to be going on a run that's when you want to be hitting your form it almost doesn't matter where they are now. It matters how they're playing. So if they can turn it oh, around... They're not playing good. They're, I, I know, like I know, I know they're not playing good, but if they can just turn it... They don't need to win the next four games. But if they look competitive, if they start to turn their play around, may not necessarily win those games, but if they start to look more competitive, I think that'd be a promising sign. I don't think you sound the alarm yet. Yeah, I think their game style is a bit of a worry, but if they can chop and change that a little bit, they've still got some time. So. Do you agree with Patrick Cripps? Uh, Carlton indeed back. As he said in 2020. In 2020. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Depends what you define as back. They're, they're back in the eight. And they're certainly not back at the top. <laughs> they're not back in the 90s. Um, but yeah, I, I've got a hypothetical question to bring to you, H. Okay. And I, I love this question from at Steve Will 7. Would you rather win a Heisman, the national championship, you're an average player in the NFL with no rings, or have Nick Foles' career? Average player, uh, I would pick the first one. You would? Yeah. So you'd rather that career with no rings, you're average, but you don't have a ring like Nick Foles. You've still got a national championship. You've still got a Heisman. And an average player is earning more money over the course of his career than Nick Foles. The only thing that Nick Foles has in that situation is a Super Bowl, but you've got so many other things in the first one. What, would you what if I said you're a backup your whole career? 
That would change it, honestly. Yeah. But also, Nick Foles is back up his whole career. Um, so it's really then it just it's really a case just. Of, would you, you rather have a championship? Would you rather have a Super Bowl or a Heisman and a Natty? Yeah. We'll answer both. In questions. which case, in which case, I would rather have a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It. Yeah, I think I'd rather have a Super Bowl because you and it, Nick Foles at least had that moment. He's on a statue. They love him in Philly, no matter what. Um, so yeah, I, I think change it up slightly and Nick Foles is the answer. Yeah. Okay. But that, that, that shows, uh, how close it is. Yeah, for sure. I think it's a interesting, interesting question there. I love it. I love the hypotheticals. Um, next question, who has had the better off season between the Packers and the Dolphins? And this question comes from Aaron from Watanabe. I, uh, I think he's just trying to start some beef there between us. I think that honestly, unbiasedly, I think the Dolphins have really reloaded and restocked key areas. I think that the addition of Jalen Ramsey is huge for their defense. I think that their draft wasn't the best, but if they've got quality players that hit, it's hard to it's hard to argue uh, that. But I think their free agent moves and their um, getting some decent linebackers, getting some def- decent pieces on defense. Um, I think the last thing the Dolphins need to do is just something to reassure that um, offensive line. Maybe Taylor Lewan, um for one of those tackle roles. But I think the Dolphins maybe just have picked the Packers. I think the Packers losing Aaron Rodgers is a downgrade, even though it might be an upgrade in the long term. Yeah, I think if you ask this question in five years people might say it was the Packers but as it stands right now um, Dolphins had a free agency and the Packers didn't the Packers have really acquired no one and lost everyone they had a better draft than the Dolphins um, but that comes with some higher picks and that's why in five years time like we saw when uh, Rodgers was drafted the Packers everyone probably went oh this is a terrible offseason we've got Brett Favre Um, but let's just see because the Packers um, they didn't Exercise the fifth option more or less with Jordan Love, but they extended his contract out to about $20 million. So they've got two more years of Jordan Love, and if he ends up being um, a franchise quarterback, that's an absolute bargain. So that, that'll that be a big thing. I think it pretty much all does rest on Love. If Love comes out and let's say he's a, not an all-pro, but let's say he's um, close to a pro bowl and they're, they're decent, they're competing, um, and he's there for two years and does that, then I think that's great because I think they've got a him for a bargain and the QB position is the most important position on the field. Um, but in terms of generalizing that question, as it stands, you've probably got to go with the Dolphins. Yeah, absolutely. I um, I tend to agree there. All right, uh, we're going to move into our mailbag now. Last week, there were two Ws. The Tigers did beat the Dragons up the Mighty Tigs and the Bulldogs did beat GWS in the AFL. So both of us are on three points. Just a reminder, um, because I know you always tell me to bring it up. Uh, You are winning 2-1 in the lock competition. 3-1, mate. It's 2-1. No, it's 3-1. It's definitely 2-1. It's 3-1. I swear on my life, it's 3-1. It's 2-1. No, it's 3-1. We're in our fourth season. Go have a look. I will have a look. Go have a look. It's 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 2-1. All right, well... Either way, um, either way. Who are you taking this week? I'm taking St Kilda. What? With the 16.5 head start. So Adelaide okay. are actually the favourites. So I'm uh, going yeah. St Kilda, top of the table. I'm going to take them um, with a head start of 16 points. I know they're away, but 
I can see them competing. I can't see them getting blown out by more than 20 points in this game. So I think that's a good bet. I'm also going to take one with a head start. I'm going to take the Tigs again. I'm going to take the Tigs to win against the Rabbitohs with a 20.5 head start. Wow. <laughs> a, a plus 20.5 head start is paying $1.51 versus the Rabbitohs. So basically that means if the Rabbitohs win 20 nil, I win. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I'll take it. it uh, we're pulling out the weird ones at this point. Um, but that's it for the podcast this week. Thank you so much for listening. Like always, we really appreciate all of your support. If you've enjoyed the podcast, if you'd like to follow us along, follow our journey uh, at Road Trip Sports Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube, Road Trip Sports Podcast. Any inquiries you've got, if you'd like to get in touch with the podcast, if you'd like to get on the podcast, we're always looking for great special guests with fantastic sports stories to tell. Uh, Road Trip Sports Podcast at gmail.com is the best way to reach us, or you can slide into any of our DMs. Ollie, do you want to tell us about our sponsor for this week? Uh, our sponsor is Major Sports Collectibles. Um, they do have stock of NFL helmets, uh, jerseys, trading cards, pretty much everything on offer and they can order in anything at your demand. So shoot them a message if you are interested in any of their goods um, and they'll be sure to uh, action that and I'm sure that they'll do that for a pretty good price. For sure, for sure. Well, we hope you have a great week watching sport. There's some great games on this week. We hope your team wins unless they're playing one of our teams and we will see you next time. See you in the NT.